0: From Asheville NC, this is your host Aaron Brooks and Felix russo Weatherly. We're from the Franklin School of Innovation, a charter school that's based off experiential learning. This year our whole grade is producing podcasts that outline the dangers of climate
1: change. We interviewed Ben Mackey and he told us about how climate change affects Asheville farmers like himself. Ben Mackey has a heavy background in agriculture and now he is the garden crew manager at Warren Wilson. The focus of this podcast is to inform you, the listener, how climate change has affected local farming in the U.S. and how we all
0: can make a difference. As teenagers being the voice behind this argument, we know there is a predisposition forced upon us. Now, there is a stigma that teenagers, like myself and my peers, know
1: little to nothing about the topics we feel strong about it. So let Graham elaborate. Since 1950, the Earth has seen the highest levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. In that same time period the earth's temperature has risen one and a half degrees fahrenheit that may not seem like a lot but even that small change has caused melting glaciers rising oceans droughts downpours and even devastating storms as one man put it drier places are getting drier and wetter places are getting wetter and farmers have
0: been getting hit hard apart from the obvious water shortages and wildfires out west Farmers have been dealing with an overabundance of water here. The more downpours, floods, storms, and you wet Asheville gets, the more local farmers have to deal with rot, disease, and other problems. This has made it even harder to get local food than it was before,
1: which is a problem for anyone who wants a simple way to support the community. There has only been small actions taken by the U.S. in recent years to stop this horrible crisis. And furthermore? Our current administration denies that global warming is even real. It seems that now more than ever, my generation will be the ones responsible for solving this issue. Now let's have Ben Mackey introduce himself.
2: My name is Ben Mackey. I'm the garden manager at Warren Wilson College. And so that entails, Warren Wilson College is a work college. And so everyone who lives on campus has to have a job that helps the the college function.
1: So Warren Wilson is a work college, and every student plays a role in maintaining the campus.
0: And this idea of a work school is important to how Ben Mackey and others like him have experienced climate change.
2: We're the garden crew, and so we have 25 students during the semester that manage about six acres of vegetable gardens. And we also do medicinal herbs, and we have two draft horses that do a, a chunk of our field preparation and we have some chickens and some bees.
0: And the harshness that Ben Mackey has to endure also extends out to seasonal and weathery extremes that affect his job many other ways.
2: My first year here, my first season, three or four seasons ago, um, we we didn't get rain for six weeks in the middle of the summer. Last year was the wettest year on record. And so you just have to adapt. And be um, you have to have a diverse set of crops, so that you're not just focusing on one thing that could be very, that could be susceptible to either extreme or any extreme. And so, um, yeah, the far, the modern farmer needs to be adaptable and ready for all of the different curveballs that the climate is is going to throw at us. It's not a matter of if it's 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 going to happen. Um, we live in a region that is forecasted to become more wet, which is not like the Appalachians in general are supposed to be increasingly wet, which is the opposite of pretty much the rest of the country. And so we need to acknowledge that and be ready for that. Um, It can be a good thing in some ways, you know, it's better than being in a drought, Um, to an extent. (laughs) Uh, Last year we had three major flood events, so, and they weren't, two of them weren't even associated with like hurricanes or anything. It was just really, really wet. And so. Um, ben Mackey's view on
1: climate change is pretty optimistic.
2: Um, every year is a new adventure. Um, some people call it global warming, I call it global weirding because you never know, like there is no normal season. Ben
1: Mackey's problems are not just isolated to the garden, but the farm and the farm animals as well.
2: Across the river as well. Uh, For us, it was more a matter of the flood itself didn't hurt us as much. It was more a matter of just it being constantly wet. Mm -hmm. And so we had a lot of like pooling in our fields, we had um increased rot in our we also have a lot of apple trees and so that's where I'm going with this it uh the really early warm periods would fool the apple trees into thinking that it's spring before it's actually spring and then it would cause them to uh, flower and then it would get cold again and it would freeze off all the flowers and every flower is a potential apple and so it would frost, the late, the late frost or even the normal range frost, but after some very warm time when the, um, when the apple trees thought it was spring, killed all wetness. Not necessarily the flooding part, but the general wetness is not great for animals. Um, the horses, it makes their hooves rot if they're constantly wet and they can develop hoof issues which is a big issue with horses. Cows, it can become an issue with babies. And same with sheep. Um, If the babies come into a very wet world, they can be more susceptible to bacterial and viral infections um, that also proliferate when it is so wet. And so it can lead to um, like losing babies.
0: Looking to the future, he has some concerns.
2: ...of kids who are pretty young, and so just thinking about like when they're my age, like what is the world going to look like? And it's usually pretty scary when I get down there, but uh, I feel like the, this generation that's coming up, including you guys, um, you have a perspective that, you know, action is needed.
1: Change has effect on everybody, and it seems to be getting pretty scary.
2: Like there's going to, we're going to have a need for more local food but not in a niche way, not in like, like, you know, like the wealthy soccer mom going to the farmer's market or something. Of course. Like we need an actual local food economy where anyone at any income level can afford that food. And so I've, I've actually seen some shift for that um, with some, you know, young farmers looking to grow 20 acres of vegetables at a wholesale scale that they're able to sell to local people. There's some farmers doing it all right in this area. And so um, we just need that infrastructure of like people able to take in all that food and then distribute it to the places that need it. And that is where... like That infrastructure is one of the things that we really need to work on. And there's some great minds thinking on it in this area, but it... Um, we're we're also kind of in a bubble in Asheville. Like we have a lot of progressive um, things happening and people here that really wanna see things happen. So that just needs to happen in all the the regions and communities of of the country and not just where the where there is wealth or progressive minds. Like everybody needs to eat local whether they think it's like um, um and not just like. And it, local food needs to be accessible to everyone, and that's that's where the shift needs to occur. And every day
0: that climate change gets even worse, it unfairly affects the people who can't even cause it in the first place.
1: Aggressive- climate change's effects are already bad, but as far as the future goes, it will only get worse if we don't do something. Those rainstorms we all hate are only going to become more frequent. And while there's no denying that climate change won't happen without help from nations and corporations from around the world, there's something folks like you and I can do. Buy local.
0: We desperately need a support system for our farmers and not some industry. It's crucial for helping farmers not feel the full effects of everything climate change is and is going to throw at us. With enough people, we will get the support system we need to support our own community.
1: Climate change is here to stay, and we all are feeling its effects. Because of you and others, we will make it so local food is the go-to, not the expensive alternative. Change comes from a lot of places, but right now it can only come from you. The government won't change without people pushing for it. Help Western North Carolina go local, help support our community, and most of all, help lift this burden off the shoulders of our farmers. Only together can we do it. Believe in us, believe in your community,
0: and most of all, believe in yourself. Thank you for- We need an infrastructure that supports growing and making our own food rather than relying on other regions. We need to support our actual farmers so they can support us in times of need. We need to know what's going into our bodies and where our food is coming from. We need to be self-sustaining.
1: Go go to North Carolina Tailgate Farmers Market on 3300 University Heights. It opens at 9 a.m. on Saturdays, or the Asheville Farmers Market on 570 Brevard Road. It opens all week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., or Momford Farmers Market on 36 Momford Avenue. It opens Wednesdays, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. There are also many ways to help out. Make a difference by local. Credit to Graham Brooks and Felix
0: Russo Weatherly. Big thanks to Ben Mackey for doing the interview and, and to Charlie Miller for doing our audio ed- edits. And last but not least, thanks to Wren Andrews and Moth Troffa for helping us with the script. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's good that too.